CP. Please stay tuned for Exploding Head Movies with GAC. It's amazing radio. But thank you for listening to this sweet uh, fuzzy pageant. A fuzzy pageant from Pageant. Thanks. Okay. Well-known pimp. Narcotics king. Big-time racketeer. Back in full force. This could be one of the big moments in your life. Don't make it your last. Look, this thing might be bigger than even we think it is. You need an upgrade to the soundtrack to your life. Perhaps a song from a film or a tune from TV. My name is Gap. Exploding Head Movies is here to give you sounds from the cinema, along with the songs that will be defining your future, and those forgotten classics that need a little rescue. Monday, 7 9 p.m. on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. We'll get more gunshots in the future. Stand by. Exploding Head Movie starts now. This is Stephen Merritt from the Magnetic Fields, and you're listening to CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Sky, hello blue. There's nothing can hold me when I hold you. Feel so right, it can't be wrong. Rocking and rolling all week long.
From their latest release this year's Soft Hate, that was Memory House with Knife in the Water. And Memory House is the Guelph-born Toronto-based duo of Evan Abiel and Denise Nuvion. And they've been kicking around since 2009. And in 2012, they released their debut, The Slideshow Effect, although there had been various other EPs and singles that had come out through Sub Pop. They've been compared to Beach House for their Dream Pop, and for Soft Hate, it was initially self-released on cassette, but it eventually came out as a limited edition CD through the French label Bico. And the word is eventually, because there was a delay as the bonus pack took a bit of a detour through Europe, and Memory House called it a mystical quest. Not much in the way of touring sets so far in honor of Soft Hate by Memory House, but we'll see how autumn looms. In the background here, this is Project Pablo. And this is the title track to this year's single, Bobian Dream. The Vancouver producer known as Patrick Holland is now based in Montreal. And they wrapped up various European dates last month. And he's been busy working on his own label, S-O-B-O, Sobo. And the B takes its name from the song, Bobian. Good, good, in a way. Anyways, good, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's spun out community radio station, CITR. We are your voice of UBC here on 101.9 FM on your radio dial. We broadcast at 590 watts here from unseated Musqueam territory, from the student nest here on campus, to wherever our signal takes us in the lower mainland of British Columbia, up to Squamish down to Bellingham, Washington, across the Salish Sea, where our frequency fights battle with CFUV, University of Victoria Station, and it heads east, past Surrey, past Maple Ridge, past Abbotsford, somewhere to the Fraser Valley, all those watts, in all those places, but importantly, if you're not in the Lower Mainland, you can find us on the web with live streams and podcasts at www.citr.ca. My name is Gak. Please call me Mr. Gak. 
and I'll be making your dreams come true for the next two hours. So sit on it. Even upside down, as they do on other planets. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live is 604-822-2487. Do keep it short and sweet to the point. Since our uh, crack research team has a lot of stuff that need to jot down. A committee of one, as it were. Especially because we've got a bit of a different episode for you coming here. But you can email me anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at 100air. And CITR is also on Twitter at CITR Radio. Social media. Posted a nice little photo of part of what's going on with the profile here. Exploding Out Movies is also on Facebook and Tumblr under its given name. And for this week, yeah, we're going to break from movie scores directly in a way as we pay tribute to Gary Marshall. Although he gained plenty of fame for his 90s and oddies film comedies, he made his fame for his sitcoms in the 70s. And in some ways, it all started from one. And ABC was desperate enough that, what else you got? We like these other people who just popped up for one show. Can we spin them out? And that show was from whence we heard the theme at the top of the episode, at the top of the hour. It was Jim Has, the theme from Happy Days. Now, the original theme for the sitcom when it started in 1974 was uh, Bill Ailey and the Comets Rock Around the Clock. One of those songs that, uh, over time, just feels like it's been beaten to death. But uh, that song was originally used as the closer theme back when TV shows had plenty of space to come up with theme songs that went that long. But eventually it got upgraded as the opening theme. And then Pratt and McLean recorded a single version in 1976, which I think was used from season three to season 10, because in the 11th and final season, well, after it jumped the shark, McCarley, uh, Bobby Arvin recorded an updated version. And uh, yeah, the song was written by Norman Gimbel and Charles Fox, who I alluded to a couple weeks ago when I spoke over another theme that they had provided for the 70s. So Exploding Hit Movies this week will focus on one of Happy Days' happy spinoffs, since, yes, there were many. So, no, it won't be Joni and Chachi. Can't forgive Scott Bio for what he's been doing with Republicans. So it's going to be Laverne and Shirley. Will there be music from the TV series? Kinda. Uh, We're actually going to focus on some of the music that was released in the wake of the sitcom's popularity. One featuring the lead actresses Penny Marshall. Is there a relation? I'll let you know. And then Cindy Williams. But there was also another album that featured two co-stars, which itself leads to other staples of the music scene. So somehow Gary Marshall's work kind of propelled a whole bunch of comedy. Especially in the fan of the music of Nigel Tufner, in a way. Uh, we're going to start off with more electronic before we get into weird proto-rock. And a zombie, spell it with a Y at the end, comes out with a new album, Ultra, next month. Through the mighty label Hyperdub, and it'll be his first since 2013's With Love. One of the songs has already been released onto 10 inch, and it features a rare appearance from the elusive Burial. And uh, he actually released a song last year that I realize now I have not shared with you yet. So, from his upcoming album Ultra, but also on 10 inch, this will be Zombie with Burial with a song called Sweets. And uh, some listener discretion is advised due to potential offensive language. So, uh, discretionary. Recommendations for those of the listeners with sensitive ears. Because this is how we roll on the darkening, exploding hit movies. 
on the candy dish that you know. SCITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. It's so gray out right now.
With summer encroaching, I, the sun, attain the height of my powers. Now I will pass solar judgment on this pitiful city. Forests, burn! Ocean, burn! Yoga fest, burn! What's this? Discorder magazine. Ooh. Ah. Discord is July, August, Summer issue featuring articles on Leisha Sets, Tempest, Eileen Bryant, Gal Grayson, and an art feature by Puppy Teeth, plus much more. Find Discorder around Vancouver at cafes, venues, record stores, and online at Discorder.ca. Special thanks to this month's advertisers, The Astoria Audio Pile, Davy Street Party, Don't Argue Pizzeria, Hastings Crossings, BIA, Castellano Block Party, Live Van, Pressing Matters, Redgate, Reggae Fest, The Rickshaw Theatre, The Rio Theatre, Riflandia, Shindig, Victory Square, Vinyl Records, and Zipcar. It's not getting any zippier than that. This alone shall be saved. As for the rest...
off of his JPN 2006 self-release. It was Vancouver's Le Roy Crocodile. On French, for the Crocodile King. That song was Summer With You. But despite Le Roy Crocodile, still has not really released who he is, or at least his actual identity. But he remains active on SoundCloud and Tumblr. And on Tumblr, if you go to it, you can actually easily download zip files with all his releases. But he's been posting songs on a regular basis on the SoundCloud. A wonderful sort of bedroom productions of that same ilk. So from Summer With You, that segues into what's behind me. Summer's Moon. This is uh, off of the 2014 re-release of L'Amour. Since the album originally came out in 1983, this is the previously mysterious Canadian musician Lewis. If you haven't heard the story before, someone in, in Alberta have been scanning for a whole bunch of private press albums and found a whole bunch of these sort of synthy kind of new age albums all with a mysterious man a handsome strapping man with blonde hair and always wearing white as we found out uh, his actual name is Randall A. Wolf and uh, yeah he's still making music as uh, the re-release uh label Light in the Attic found out when they went to discover what was going on. But at this point, he's become more of a Christian singer. He's disowned a lot of his 80s music. Also, there's a bit of a reputation there since uh, he'd gone to L.A. to record everything and everything he had done, production-wise, credit-wise, even for the photo shoot. Uh, all his checks bounced, so he kind of disappeared. But it's built up a reputation over time. Yeah, definitely curious to see how he performs and what he's doing now. Uh, we'll hop over to England next uh, for Bibio. It's the alias of Stephen Wilkinson. And for the past 10 odd years or so, he's been releasing wonderful kind of ambient slash electronic slash British folk music through the Warp label. And uh, he's sort of continuing on in that mold with his latest album. And this will be the title track. So this will be Bibio. With a mineral love. And I hope summer returns in one way or another. But yeah, we only have a few more weeks until it's Labor Day. At this point, all the mayhem will start up on campus. So UBC will stop being sleepy. And another year will start. Of course, that means another wave of students and volunteers picking up how a radio station works. Fun times. Anyways, this will be Bibio here. This is Exploding Him CITR, Vancouver.
for readers and vinyl lovers alike. Come join us on Wednesday, August the 10th at 7pm for the launch of NASCAR, a collection of stories by Stephanie Ling. The presentation and readings will be held at Selectors Records, with the author herself conducting the event. Copies of the book will also be available for $20. Come check it out! You'll be able to meet some new writing talent, listen to some unique literature, or if you just want to browse for records, that's cool too. August 10th, 7pm, Selectors Records.
from their latest album, Plaza. That was Boston, Massachusetts Quilt with Hissing, my plea. Did you want to get exact? Quilts are from Brookline, one of the neighborhoods in Boston. I believe to the south. Not in town territory, where the Afflicks and the Damons are from. Uh, for Plaza, it was recorded after a whole bunch of touring that they did in 2014. And it was done in Atlanta, Georgia. So mix everything in that. Otherwise, yeah, good mix of psych, folk, and a little pop there. In the background here, this is Gerhard Heinz, off of Volumes 1 and 2 of the Classic Soundtrack series, but more specifically, from the German slasher film Bloody Moon. In German, it's known as Die Saga der Tod, literally the Saw of Death, otherwise known as the Bloody Moon Murders. This track is the Cheaters theme. And if you're curious, uh, the film was directed by Jesus Franco, and it was uh, deemed one of the video nasties, meaning it was banned in the UK the 80s for just being utterly despicable as it were. Now speaking of uh, fun things, if you go to the Rio Theater, tomorrow they have a doozy because they're doing a Alejandro Jaborowski uh, double feature. Starting at 7 o'clock will be El Topo and at 9.30 will be the Holy Mountain. Something you should definitely experience on the big screen so long as you can handle weird 70s South American films. I'm not going to say you're going to take any substances or not, but it is a fully functioning bar there at the Rio. Otherwise, on Wednesday at 7.15, uh, Raiders, which is uh, the story about the greatest fan film ever made. I'll be on 7.15, and if you want to continue on that theme, well, the gentleman hecklers uh, will basically be bad-mouthing Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull at 9.30. So imagine Mystery Science Theater 3000, but live. Uh, on Thursday, Elvis, that's the way it is, screens at 7, and then Swingers, since it's been about 20 years since that uh, John Favreau debut. That's at 9. Otherwise, The Goonies is the Friday midnight feature, and then if you're a John Carpenter fan, they have a trio of films lined up as a marathon, starting off The Thing at 6.15, something I'm expecting to profile for the upcoming Halloween. Aside from that, uh, Escape from New York at 8.30, which I recently profiled here on Exploding Movies ages ago. And then Big Trouble in Little China celebrates its 30th anniversary with a screening at 10.30. So it's the Rio Theater, corner of Broadway and commercial. Good times at Alternative Theater. And as a top of Montreal next for She Devils. Great new duo. And uh, one thing I want to dig up at some point is they have a split single with Une Blonde. They uh, recently did some touring, including uh, playing at Sackville, New Brunswick, Sappy Fest, with a whole bunch of other people. But we're going to go off something off of their debut EP. It's the duo of Audrey Ann Boucher and Kyle Yuka. That's quite the single. So this will be the She Devils with Come. You're on Exploding Your Movies, CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
Folsom Music and Arts Festival in beautiful Rock Creek, B.C. is back this August 19th to 21st, featuring such spectacular artists as Timber Tambor, Black Mountain, Harpoonist and the Axe Murderer, The Pack AD, Sticky Buds, Moon Tricks with Smoothie, Data Plan, Louise Burns, Dirty Spells, and many, many more. Come experience a festival that is all about the music and the fun, complete with pancake breakfast, river floating, yoga, and all the super clean mountain water you can drink for only $169. Get your tickets now at ponderosafestival.com and join the party. Another slice of quality Guelph music there off of a 2013 7-inch to the label Fantastic, otherwise known as Little Room Labs. Weird Esther Gray with Buttermilk. 
They've been relatively quiet ever since, but I do see that they have a song as part of a contribution to the Pentagon Black compilation number one. That came out earlier this year, part of a 23-song paper compilation out of Montreal. Something well worth digging up. Now behind me from Quebec, I believe it is Quebec City. They're not specific enough, at least on their uh, social media sites. Actually, they are Montreal. This is Anatole, off of the L.A. At Tue de Notre single. Actually, I'll say it's an album because it is one of the songs of ten there. This song is Nova. My name is Gak. You're listening to Exploding Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. And uh, let's hop over to Edmonton next for a little Rennie Wilson. Relatively quiet as of late, which uh, doesn't make too much sense because he's a noisy guy. But we're going to go from last year's Punk Explosion slash extension album through Mint Records. Here's Rennie Wilson with Fascist Punks. Chris Terrific. There always wanted his character to be bigger than life. Ladies and gentlemen, it is without question the greatest sports and entertainment event of all time. Be a part of it Monday from 1 to 3 p.m. The Parts Unknown Show on 101.9 CITR. Sometimes cosmoses collide. Oh, 
Break your fingers. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you. So those were your shindig winners from earlier this year. Late spring with the title track to their debut cassette, Invisible. And maybe you caught them at the Catsilano Arts and Music Festival on West 4th last month. Because realistically, that's the last time you'll see them for the rest of the year. According to their Facebook, they have crawled into their cave and started working material on their new album. And if you're curious how shindig works, well, we start off with many bands. Eventually, we wheel them down to 27. And for nine weeks, we have three pairing each other off until there's a winner each one, and then you get nine. Then we have the semifinals, where those nine bands play for three weeks. We're left with three bands. And then the final week, it's the finale, where all three bands play against each other. 
We'll have uh, repeatable judges and plenty of prizes because Invisible was recorded in part based on the prize pack, allowing them time in a recording studio, allowing postering, liner art, pressing, mastering, mixing, all the wonderful stuff required to promote and get out a record. Part of the reason I mention that right now, it is time for submissions for Shindig 2016. So if you're working on a band right now, you could have as much uh, much like as Japan Droids did, or Three Inches of Blood, the Pack AD, Mystery Machine, or the Organ. You know, you could be the next band. Maybe you'll get a chance to play Music Waste or Sled Island this year. Maybe you'll get something pressed on the wax. So, basically, what we're looking for is a demo of original material containing a minimum of three songs. Whether you have it on SoundCloud, Bandcap already, or if you want to send in a CD, a tape, what have you, send it to shindig.submissions at gmail.com. Make sure you include an email, phone number, or some way to get in touch with you. If you have bio photos or other information, it's not required, but they will definitely look at them when you send them in. So, deadline for submissions is September 10th. And at that point, we'll whittle it down to 27. The background here, Canadian band with uh, an offensive name, so listener discretion is advised for the next couple seconds. Holy fuck. Off of their self-titled album from 2005, this is Casio Bossa Nova. Kind of messing around with one of the themes that we're doing around with because the Rio Olympics are happening right now. But uh, before we get to that, let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are coming out this week. And at some point, as I think about it, Especially when it comes to re-releases, it definitely would help if I actually played a cue from a soundtrack if it's ever re-released, but sometimes the lead time for me to come up with this uh, list doesn't help out when I'm looking for music, but yeah, we'll work on it. Anyways, for new films, Ben-Hur. Those of us with a cinematic background were like, they remade it? It's a 50s film, gladiators, chariots, and all that stuff. There's a new version out, and it's scored by Marco Beltrami. Uh, Alexander Desplat, he won an Oscar last year for his work with the Grand Budapest Hotel. He did the score for Florence Foster Jenkins, and that'll be out through Decca Records. Nick Cave and Warren Ellis, favorites of the Exploding Head movie uh, board of directors. Well, they recently scored uh, Hell or High Water, and uh, once I get my hands on that, since it's out on Friday, expect a profile on that soon. The remake of Pete's Dragon, which is no longer a cartoon, but a CGI wonder. Uh, Walt Disney Records has its score from uh, Daniel Hart out. And then uh, for you Seth Rogen fans, Alan Menken and Christopher Leonard's score, Sausage Party. That'll be out from Sony Classical. Prestige stuff right there. As re-releases go, there's a limited edition of 1,800 copies on the vinyl of Greg Edmondson's score to... The late great TV series Firefly. Something I need to rewatch at some point. Also coming out on vinyl, it's Thomas Newman's score to the most highly rated film on the internet movie database, IMDb, and that is the Shawshank Redemption. And for you Star Wars fans, there's a limited gold edition of John Williams' scores to The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi stuff that will not appear on the Disney label quite yet, based on contractual reasons, so that is not through Sony Classical. 
That is your soundtrack recap here. Something we've been doing here on Exploding Emmys for a few years now. Some people actually like knowing what's coming out. Because sometimes I don't get to play them that quickly. I'll work on that too. There's just so much movie music out there. And as we're about to find out, a lot of weird TV music too. So, as we're going to head over to Ottawa next. But there's an Edmonton connection. Because uh, this is the name of a neighborhood as well as a mall. And oddly enough, these guys also have a song appearing on the Pentagon Black compilation similar to uh, Esther Gray, who we heard earlier. So this act is known as Bonnie Dune. They are based in Ottawa. Featuring Leslie Demon, Kelty Duncan, Madison Watson, and Gina Vanelli. Apparently uh, born under the full moon and the eighth moon of the twelfth year of the pizza. Which is appropriate enough because the song title alludes to it. So from their 2014 album, Unfair to Imagine, this will be Bonnie Dune with Pizza Shark. station, we believe in playing content with artistic and cultural merit, and sometimes that category includes material which can be construed as offensive. For those who have children nearby or are sensitive to provocative material, the following broadcast may have strong language, themes, or be otherwise objectionable. Please consider tuning out and revisiting CITR after this program. You're listening to CITR 101.9. 
broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. Gak is missing. He's not ready. From their full length, that came out earlier this year through the You've Changed label. It was Adrian Teacher and the Subs. Off of Terminal City, the song was Forget America. And in the wake of Apollo Ghosts, the most recently cool TV, Adrian Teacher's uh, kind of stepped out in the forefront, released out an EP, kind of kind of have to earlier. And uh, in the midst of touring right now, there actually is a tour cassette. A nice little single that actually features 
a remix of a B-side by a 90s rave act. So, curious mixture of things there. I believe there's at least four left, according to uh, the Adrian Teacher Twitter feed. And it features longtime partner Amanda Basuto on drums and vocals, and then Robbie Nall on bass. So, Teacher is coming back to town. First off, on Thursday, August 11th, they'll be playing uh, Abbotsford's Jubilee Outdoor Festival Jam. And if you're curious, every Thursday in the month of August, starting at 6 p.m., in Abbotsford, uh, there's a hand-picked musical artist's performance stage acts, artisan vendors, and free admissions. So it's the Jam and Jubilee celebrating local culture and a chance to meet the Abbotsford community. And if you do listen to our friends over at CIVL 101.7, which is just a couple of degrees away from 101.9, you can tune in to the Jam and Jubilee radio every Thursday starting at 5 p.m. And this Friday at Redgate, it's the Radgate Mega Homecoming Party. Since a whole bunch of Vancouver bands have been on the road for a good portion of the summer. But Jay Arner, Nick Ferrio, Construction Destruction, Supermoon, and Adrian and the teachers and the subs and all that. <laughs> Mixing all the ampersands up here. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah. All of them are going to play for about a half hour each. They're going to share a back line. And, uh, yeah, 10 bucks gets you where you need to. And behind me, this is Alexander Harvey from Brighton, England, off of last year's Visitations album. This song is Tropical Year. My name is Gak. It was Exploding Heavens here on CITR 101.9. Not seven. And that is on your FM dial here in Vancouver. But if you're away from your radio and you're close to the internet or something you can stream, such as uh, an app, go to www.citr.ca. We have a live stream. You can catch up on that and listen to a whole lot more, and you can catch up on everything that's happening at the station as we prepare for the start of another school year. We're going to hop over to Toronto with some maritime routes for always. And, uh, they're playing a whole bunch of festivals still. Uh, mostly what I see are in the States right now. So I, for instance, see the Celebrate Brooklyn Festival in Prospect Park. Uh, actually, that just happened, so we ignore that. But they're playing the Pygmalion Festival in Champaign-Urbana in September. Along with Future Islands, Vince Staples, Wolf Parade, Frightened Rabbit, and a whole lot more. So at some point, we'll definitely hear a follow-up to their self-titled debut from 2014. But off of that album, this will be always with next of kin.
speeches that I have ever heard came from people who told me I couldn't do something. <laughs> you know why? Because when they told me I couldn't do it, I was bound and determined to show them that I could. Did you know CITR has an accessibility collective? Our new collective serves to explore issues of inclusion, equity, and accessibility for people with physical and cognitive disabilities on campus and beyond. If you love making radio, listening to radio, or want to get involved for the first time, come join our collective. We include people of all abilities, experience levels, and backgrounds in the production and programming of our show. Tune in to our weekly show, All Access Pass, from 5 to 6 p.m. on Thursdays for interviews, music, news, events, and awesome dialogues. If you want to get involved, email accessibilitycollective at citr.ca.
Born in Jackson, Kentucky, as John Sturgill Simpson. When he records, he drops his first name. So from his latest album this year is A Sailor's Guide to Earth. His first through Atlantic Records, that was Sturgill Simpson with his take of Nirvana's In Bloom. Such a great voice. Sturgill Simpson comes to town. Showbox and MRG Concerts present two evenings with Sturgill Simpson. This will be at the Vogue Theater next, not this, but next Thursday and Friday, August 18th and 19th. Both shows, the doors open at 7. Everything starts at 8. They're all all ages shown. Tickets start at $45. And if you're heading over to Victoria, Simpson will also be playing Saturday, August 20th at the Royal Theater. And at some point later this year, I'm going to dig up the collaboration that Stimson did with Stephen Colbert. Since uh, they recorded a song for the Waffle House jukebox called No Shirt, No Shoes, No Knuckleheads. Originally appeared on the Late Show back in April. And uh, as we found out last month, that song, which was pitched to the jukebox, because apparently Waffle House... Can't even begin. I'm like, if you don't even know what a Waffle House is, oh my god. Anyways, in the South, there's a franchise restaurant called Waffle House, and they have a jukebox with songs purely devoted about waffles. So, as both Southern boys and uh, Stephen Colbert is originally from South Carolina, they made their plea to have the song on the jukebox. They wrote it specifically that it does involve an awful lot of waffles found out it is part of the jukebox so next time you're in the south i got friends in georgia and florida i should go visit i don't think they head all the way to texas but yeah waffle house no shirt no shoes no knuckleheads yeah behave yourself uh background here this is the belgian dj dirk swartenbrooks otherwise known as buscemi off of his debut album 1998's moco supremo this is big bugs to brazil his latest album is 2014's Soli Suave. And that uh, sort of ties into our kind of random elements that would involve Brazil since last week on Exploding Head Movies. We did a whole bunch of Brazilian music for you. And uh, we have a couple leftovers we're going to deal with here before we get into the wacky world of Gary Marshall. So both of these songs involve uh, Rio. That's part of its title. And they're also both remixes. So we're going to start off with uh, the Braidwood Australian act, formerly known as Bumblebees with Z81, but uh, they shortened it to just be the Bumblebees. Featured Christopher Colonna and Queen Villa. The original version of this song appeared on their debut album, Prince Umberto and the Sister Earl from 2007, but in 2009, this was remixed by Jimmy Two Socks and Hugo B. So this will be the Bumblebees with Rio before we head down to Colombia for a fun Spanish number. Kind of along the same lines. Mm-hmm. 
To understand more about fashion, we asked CITR student executive and fashion expert Jonathan Q what fashion means to him. Like, it's just aesthetically something that's so ostentatious. Typically, typically. I mean, because of course, I mean, it's also, you know, I mean, when, when you say fashion, I think people are talking explicitly about uh, consumerism as opposed to someone who buys, like, uh, like you know. If you really want to know more about fashion, come on down to CITR in the Student Union Building of UBC and pick up some of our merchandise à la mode. Nous avons t-shirts, sweatshirts, socks, 
and coffee mugs. But it's also very aesthetically gripping. To keep you styling in support of the station you love. Isn't that right, Jonathan? Cool. Well, actually, is it? Because, I mean, you know, I was going to say because of the cultural vacuum that we exist within, but then, you know, uh, really, fashion today is kind of derived from the European idea of couture, and that's been around for centuries. <laughs>
So from Bogota, Colombia, of the Tercio Palados. Translates into English as the Velvety Ones. That was the Tigress mix by Sidestepper of their 2008 single, Rio. Now, Tercio Palados. Have been, what have they been up to? Well, actually, nothing really since then. They've been nominated at least uh, for a Grammy for their album Rio, from which that uh, song comes from. But yeah, pretty quiet since then. Wish I could tell you more. Not a Espanol there. I leave it to the intrepid uh, conquistador to take a look. Probably not the appropriate word, but eh, there we are. Behind me, this is Ariel Morcone. The version instrumenta con tromba. Oh, samba bamba. And this is from the soundtrack to the 1968 film Adogni Costo. And Morricone, as we know, this year finally, finally, won an Oscar for a film. It was before he won an honorary Oscar 10 years ago for his lifetime of work. But no, he scored Quentin Tarantino's The Hateful Eight. Yeah, and he's still performing, at least doing concerts in Europe. He is playing Helsinki, Finland later in the autumn. I don't know if I can make it there. I can dream, because I tried seeing him twice in Los Angeles. Both times canceled due to injury. Uh, we're going to continue with the Brazilian theme for a little bit with uh, a Sao Paulo rock band known as Fellini. They formed in 1984. First... Uh, disestablished, as it was known, in 1990, but uh, they reunited in 2002, ended in 2010, and then another reunion just started earlier this year. So we're going to go to their 1985 album, O Adeus de Fellini. I mean, I sort of kind of a post-punk sound here. This will be Fellini here with Rock, Eropu, and we'll take care of some baseball news. I will do a sports cast. Tempting, though, it may be, but mm, no. One of the heroes of Pacific Northwest in Japan recently hit a milestone.
Best in bluegrass music, plus classic country, Cajun, rockabilly, western swing, and whatever jumps off the shelves at us. Tune in every Tuesday morning at 6.30 for Pacific Pickin' with your host, Arthur Berman. And I'm Andrea. The lovely Andrea, who will also provide you with our concert calendar and every bit of news and information you can possibly need. And as if that wasn't enough, there's a warm-up show at 6, featuring a little bit of a wider variety of roots and branches of bluegrass music. So tune in each morning, 6 for the warm-up show, 6 30 for the main show Pacific Pickin' on CITR 101.9 in Vancouver. From their 2011 album, Volume 2, High and Inside. That was the baseball project with Ichiro Goes to the Moon. And the band features Peter Buck and Mike Mills of REM fame. Uh, one of their touring musicians, particularly after uh, Bill Berry left Scott McCoy. And then Steve Wynn and Linda Pittman there. And as you can tell by the name of the band, and lyrically, all their songs do with baseball, both legacy and current always talking about players 
stadiums and otherwise just baseball life. And they need to pick up Volume 3, which came out a couple years ago. Looks like they have a song about Big Poppy there, too. Since uh, this is his last year. Ichiro refers to Ichiro Suzuki. Longtime outfielder. Used to be with the Seattle Mariners when he debuted at the age of 27 back in 2001. Hopped around a fair bit. Played with the Yankees for a bit, and he's playing with the Miami Marlins right now. But uh, it was yesterday, or the day before right now, getting things mixed up. Got his 3,000th hit. Second fastest past the age of 27 after Pete Rose. And if you combine all his hits that he had in the Japanese league, well, he's actually got more than Charlie Hustle there. That's a nickname for Pete Rose, in case you don't know. So... Always been a treat to watch. I caught him once when I went down to see the Mariners play a few years ago when I first moved out here. Hopefully he still kicks around for a little bit more, but it's always hard to root for the Miami Marlins, especially since it was that owner basically screwed up the Montreal Expos. Yeah. Here's the background here fading out. That was Les Baxter with Freeway to Rio off his 1970 album Boogaloo in Brazil. And this leads us to Gary Kent Mascherelli. And as you can tell, he anglicized his name. We became an actor, director, producer, writer, voice artist, and comedian known as Gary Marshall. And uh, if you actually pay attention to uh, the Bond film Goldfinger, uh, there's a point there where a whole bunch of American gangsters go to uh, Goldfinger's uh, house in uh, Kentucky. And he actually is one of the uncredited gangsters there. But he basically worked as a joke writer for The Tonight Show with Jack Parr and ended up working with Dick Van Dyke, Joey Bishop, Danny Thomas, and ended up writing many of the scripts for that and ended up creating his first show, Hey Landlord, back in 1966. But then he helped adapt Neil Simon's play, The Odd Couple, for TV, and that built up his uh, career. And in 1974, started his own sitcom called Happy Days. We heard the theme at the top of the show. And uh, we're going to listen to one of the songs from Happy Days. And it was inspired by uh, films like Love American Style and American Graffiti back in the 70s when they had nostalgia for the 50s. If you think about Sha Na Na, for instance, or do you even know who Sha Na Na is? At this point in the 10s, we kind of look back to the 90s, which may have had its own retro 70s thing. So we're three layers of a nostalgia deep into some irony we can't figure out. So. Anyways, we're going to listen to a song off of Happy Days. This is the episode of 1979 when Potsy quits school. And uh, obviously showing his educational chops here because he has the song with the band. And it talks about the cardiovascular system. So this is going to be Potsy. I'm sure Ralph Malf and little Ronnie Howard. Hey, Fonzarelli. will be here. I'm not even doing the voices right. Don't even get me started. No, don't. Anyways, this is going to be Pump Your Blood. And then we'll get to Laverne and or Shirley. All right, now, I'd like to rehearse this. Now, get boom. Got it. All right, Rich, you got your harmonica there. Hey, Jennifer, be good, ready? Got your kazoo there? Yeah. All right, this tune is called Pump Your Blood. <laughs> One, two, one, two, three. Pump your blood. The right atrium's where the process begins, where the CO2 blood enters the heart. 
to the tricuspid valve, to the right ventricle, the pulmonary artery and lungs. Once inside the lungs, it comes with carbon dioxide and picks up the oxygen supply. Then it's back through the heart, through the pulmonary vein, through the atrium and left ventricle. The aortic valves where the blood leaves the heart and it's channeled to the rest of the body. The arteries, arterioles, and capillaries too bring the oxygenated blood to the cells. Tissues in the cells feed off waste and CO2, which is carried through the venules and the veins, through the larger vena cava, to the atrium and lungs, and we're back to where we started in the heart. How do you listen to CITR? Do you stream it with your data? You could be getting it free on your phone with the already installed FM receiver chip, but major carriers have blocked access to it. If you want access to all your favorite CITR goodness on your phone, get involved. Visit freeradiomyphone.ca to see how you can get involved by contacting your carrier and signing our petition. Hello, everybody. You are listening to 101.9 FM in Vancouver, CITR. That was her only hit. Cindy Greco with the 1976 Making Our Dreams Come True. The theme to Laverne and Shirley. Schlemel, Schlemazel, Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated. So goes the Yiddish American Hopscot chant that starts off. And Laverne and Shirley was a spinoff from Happy Days. Apparently the two girls were friends with Fonzie. Uh, they had a bit of an 
At the time, I'd say loose reputation. But uh, by the time of their own series, they were cleaned up. They worked at a as bottle cappers at a beer factory in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And they were portrayed by Penny Marshall, Gary Marshall's sister. And uh, she played Laverne. Cindy Williams played Shirley. So you think about some of the other spinoffs that happened from Happy Days like Mork and Mindy, who I profiled last year around the time when Robin Williams died. Although there's a whole amalgam of all the Robin Williams material. And then, yeah, as I said before, Joni loves Chachi. But Laverne and Shirley, at the time when it came out in 1976, became huge. How huge? Well, it beat Happy Days in the ratings. And again, this was still a couple years before uh, Harry Winkler actually took water ski and jumped over an actual shark. But the popularity of Laverne and Shirley was so big that in 1976, an album came out called Laverne and Shirley Sing, featuring a whole bunch of covers of songs from the era, from 1957 and thereabouts. Includes a bit of some sketches as well, too. So right now, as I take a look at how things are lining up right now, how am I going to kick things off? We'll kick things off with a cover of 16 Reasons. Uh, part of the reputation of the album is the fact that Williams can't really sing that well, but here she counts off, and they do well. But then we'll actually hear a little sketch involving a yearbook. So we're going to start off with 16 Reasons, Penny Marshall and Cindy Williams as Laverne and Shirley as they sing here on Exploding Head Movies, CITR 11.9 FM, Vancouver.
Oh, here's one. <clears throat> to Laverne and Shirley. Graduation is no bluff, so I'll wish you mazel tov. Love, Jerry Greenberg. Dear Cheryl, may your life be like an electric bulb, each year brighter than the one before. Love, Dickie Klein. To Laverne, as long as ten pennies are a dime, you'll always be a friend of mine. Love and luck, Bob Greenberg. I love you, I love you, I love you with all my heart. I wish your pajamas were next to my nighties. Now don't get sore and don't get red. I mean on the clothesline, not in the bed. Love, Pete Bennett. Dear Cheryl, you're a real nice girl. Marvin Katz. To Laverne, never kissed by the garden gate. Love is blind, but the neighbors ain't. I got a garden. Love, Jimmy Haskell. Best wishes till Bear Mountain gets dressed. Love, Michael McKeon. What a cutie. May you sail on the ship called Ambition and land in the harbor of success. Harold Sider. Roses are red, violets are purple. This doesn't rhyme, so why waste the ink? Love, Pat McQueenie. Yours till Bob hopes. <laughs> Love is like a ton of coal sliding down the cellar. Love can get you down a hole if Ma don't like your fella. Love, Arnold Burke. What a weird duck he was. Dated till IGL. The clock had struck at midnight. Their lips were tightly pressed. The father gave the signal. The bulldog did the rest. From Uncle Sid Sharp. I have an Uncle Sid? So from Laverne and Shirley Singh, we first heard 16 Reasons, and then we heard Penny Marshall and Cindy Williams there as their characters reading more from our yearbook. There's a couple references there to some of the actors and writers that appear on the show, and uh, I'll talk a little bit more about them as we set up the final song. At some point I was hoping to play a Paul F. Tompkins impersonation of Gary Marshall run out of time here and uh, editing a podcast on the fly. A little difficult, but uh, from the Comedy Bang Bang podcast features Scott Ackerman, John Hamm, and then Paul F. Tompkins portraying Gary Marshall, who we actually met during a recording of the Netflix series BoJack Horseman. Though at that point, Marshall did not know about Tompkins' impersonation at all. Tompkins wrote a wonderful eulogy about spending his time as an awkward youth with a lot of Gary Marshall's shows. Gary Marshall, who created Laverne and Shirley along with Happy Days, also did films like Beaches, Pretty Woman, and basically any recent holiday, I think Valentine's Day, New Year's Eve. And he actually reappeared in the rebooted version of The Odd Couple on CBS, featuring Thomas Lennon and Matthew Perry. So Mr. Marshall died this past July 19th at Burnback due to pneumonia. He was 81 years old. And we're going to dig up one of the offshoots, but uh, two points of order. In the background, this is Ike Quebec here. Gavin looks at me bug-eyed. He's like, what? Uh, from his uh, 19... I wrote this down. Oh, I have the re-release date. Shoot. All right, I think 1963, I think it is. From Bossa Nova Soul Samba. This is his song, Favola. And that's Quebec on tenor sax. Kenny Burrell on guitar. 
Wendell Marshall, no relation to Gary Marshall, or Penny Marshall on bass, Willie Bobo on drums, and Garvin Masso on the shakir. African instrument there. Uh, otherwise, second point order, this is the end of Exploding Head Movies for this week, but uh, I'll be back next week. Maybe we'll dip into the vinyl vault with Barbarella. Maybe some Venture Brothers, since I finally did get volume two of the soundtrack to it. Maybe a, finally a profile of Muhammad Ali, although there's some parts I still want to pick up. Maybe a couple in a hole. We'll figure out some things. We still have a few weeks in August. September, I gotta better, get, better get my act in order. Otherwise, coming up at 9, it is the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. If you like music like this, he's got more than three hours worth, so stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your broadcast Monday. If you missed any of this week's episode, go to www.citr.ca and look up Exploding Head Movies. Doesn't update all the time right away. Unpredictable that way, but keep tuned. Reload as needed. You can follow me on Twitter at 100air and Exploding Head Movies is also on Facebook and Tumblr, but you can email me radiofreegack at gmail.com. So we're going to close with uh, another album that came in the wake of success of Laverne and Shirley. And it features two of the other actors from the series, Lenny and Squiggy played by Michael McKean and David Lander. And originally, this act, or at least the two characters, were uh, part of a uh, sort of a student comedy act at Carnegie Mellon in Pittsburgh. And uh, eventually, they managed to translate this into an L.A. troupe called The Credibility Gap, which featured Harry Shearer, who we know as voicing about half the Simpsons characters. Anyways, uh, for this album... Uh, Lenny and Squiggy recorded something called Lenny and the Squig Tones in 1979. It came out through Casablanca Records. And uh, this, the best part about this is that if you look at the credits for it, uh, one of the acts that play uh, guitar here is known as Nigel Tufnell, firstly known as uh, one of the characters played by Christopher Guest, himself a director of comedy, especially in the kind of improvised version, if you think about Best in Show, A Mighty Wind, and uh, Waiting for Guffman. But also, my Nigel Tufnell is one of the names of the members of Spinal Tap, because uh, Michael McKean ended up playing David St. Ubbins, and a few others managed, and Harry Shearer actually appeared in that too, at a rotating cast of drummers. So at some point, I will do a profile on Spinal Tap, but let's get in Lenny and Squiggy, because uh, we are running out of time here. Uh, we're going to do the hit that they played on American Bandstand, which shows you how artificial that uh, Dick Clark show was because there are a lot of fans about this. But at the same time, too, Laverne and Shirley was huge to the point that after Cindy Williams left, it was just Laverne, and somehow she lasted another season. But anyways, from Lenny and the Squig Tones, we're going to close here with Lenny and Squiggy with the King of the Cars. Stay tuned to the jazz show here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. Gak will be back in seven days. I got the chassis up a Woody and a pair of 60 XP 
You are listening to CITR FM 101.9 on your dial and on your computer, www.citr.ca. Stay tuned for The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker coming right up right now. Do-ba-dee-oo-doo 